Financial experts thought we were in the clear. They were anticipating around six rate cuts by the Fed this year. And then the inflation data came out, higher than expected. Friends, this isn't going away. It can't. The U.S. is $34 trillion in the hole, and yet we keep printing money, which pushes the prices you pay every day even higher. So you can either bury your head in the sand or you can do something about it. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group. Gold is your hedge against inflation, and Birch Gold makes it easy to own. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a tax-sheltered IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. Text STRANGE to 989898 and get your free info kit on gold. Then talk to a precious metal specialist on how to protect your savings from persistent inflation with gold. Text STRANGE to 989898 now. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett. On this episode, the biblical roots of the United Kingdom and the British Empire. These tribes in the Isles go from being nobodies compared to Spain and Portugal and the world empires at that time. England was a nobody and they go from being nobodies to in one century take over and become a world empire that the sun never sets. That's the divine blessing. The British people didn't do that. That was given to them as a blessing in the Bible, thanks to Abraham. This podcast is brought to you by House Carers. You know the feeling, that knot that materializes in your stomach as you drive away from your house to begin a two-week vacation. By the time you hit the highway, worries are running through your mind. Did I turn off the coffee pot? What if the house burns down? Well, thankfully, there's a cure for this same old panic attack. House sitting. If you don't have a neighbor to watch over your home while you're away, a house sitter can really help with your sanity. There's a company that can match you up with someone who will look after your home, and more importantly, someone with whom you'll feel comfortable. House Carers has been securely matching homeowners with house sitters for nearly 20 years. And they have pet sitters, too. Find out more at clearbroadcast.com. That's clearbroadcast.com. clearbroadcast.com. Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serres. Pursuing the truth wherever it leads. Exposing evil and corruption and the secret machinations of powerful elites. Revealing the high strangeness beneath the surface of our supposed reality. Coming to you from his studio beneath the stairs. Here's Richard Serrett. 
Welcome to your Wednesday. You're halfway to the weekend. Hang on, you can do it. I hope this episode will assist you in some small way to help you get through the day. Hey, are you a fan of Big Bang Theory? I think it might be going on 15 seasons. It's incredible, an incredible run. But one of my favorite parts of the series is Sheldon's little YouTube show, Fun with Flags. I love flags myself, and I've always been fascinated uh, by the Union Jack, for example, both the name and the design of the British flag. And if you share that interest, I think you're going to enjoy this episode and maybe learn a little something as well. I know I did. Turns out the roots of the Union Jack and the United Kingdom and the British Empire may very well go back to the Holy Land and the Old Testament and the blessings of Abraham. Does the United Kingdom of England, Ireland, Scotland, and Wales come from the United Kingdom of Israel under King David? Hold on to your hats. We're about to find out. Nelson Thal is recognized as one of the world's leading authorities on the science of communication, media, and process analysis. His expertise has afforded him the opportunity to define law terms for the Federal Court of Canada and develop a television series with Dr. Timothy Leary. Bill Gates and Peter Lloyd invited Nelson to contribute an essay to the book Web Weaving back in 1998. While a graduate student studying at the University of Toronto with Professor Marshall McLuhan, Nelson became a McLuhan protege and served as the president of the Marshall McLuhan Center on Global Communications from 1990 to 1995. He served on the boards of directors of Torstar, Stan Lee Media Inc., Peace Arch Films and Entertainment, and other publicly traded media companies. He's a lecturer, author, and is a consultant to companies in the United States, Russia, Canada, and Britain. Check out his website at tribaltalkers.com. Nelson Thal, welcome back to Conspiracy Unlimited. How are you? It's terrific being here and being able to send my voice electronically over to you there, Richard. We're going to go all the way back to the roots of England, really, and the monarchy. It begins as far back as Jacob in the Old Testament. So let's begin there, shall we? Uh, We're going to use some wide brushes in communicating this stuff because... Uh, There's a lot of pins and support that uh, not everybody has or prerequisites. So let's move it and keep it as as open as we can at the beginning and then fine-tune it as we go along and define our terms. Okay, so let's begin with Jacob and and his 12 sons, the 12 which would become the 12 tribes of Israel, and then later the 14 tribes because of Joseph's two children. So – Jacob is 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 bestowing upon his children uh, his spiritual uh, inherit the spiritual inheritance and the material inheritance. So let's begin there. Talk to me about uh, Jacob and and um, who he gives his spiritual inheritance to and his material inheritance to. In order to start, Rich, let me um, just give a, a, a quick prerequisite here, and that is that. Um, Jacob's descendants uh, became lost for many years in history, and they were then they were found at the time of Christ, um, and which is important to know. It's thanks to Christ that we found this, because uh, Jacob became lost, but then they became found, and at the time that Christ came and his disciples started to write the Bible, um, Christ told them all to go to the house of Israel, the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And it, the, in the first, in the Gospels, 
completely at the beginning, you'll see that Christ is telling his his uh, disciples, some of them apostles, uh, uh, to go and to spread the word to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And so when you follow the travels of those men, simply follow those travels, and it's easy to spot who are those 12 nations today, where are those 12 tribes. So with that in mind, um, to bring it just to the surface, we all are aware of the flag of the British Empire, the United Kingdom, it's called. And we can get into why it's called United. It's called the United Kingdom because it's the unification of these 12 sons of Jacob. And um, the flag of the United Kingdom is named after the father of the 12 sons who are now united in the kingdom in the UK, and that's called the Union Jack. And so it's called the Union Jack. And so the proof that this tribe, which was lost and now found, and where we see where it now know, and we found it, so we know it today, the fact that um, it has a flag by the name of Union Jack after 3,000 years uh, shows that after 3,000 years of time, it's still here today. And that says a lot because over the period of 3,000 years, not a lot of tribes were hanging around and made it to the point where they created a world empire, which is what uh, happened to the British. They got their world empire, and that was the the proof of the blessing that Abraham had been given. Okay, so we should um, point out that the Union Jack, the Jack, stands for Jacob. The Jack stands for Jacob, exactly. And we should also point out that Naturally. when we talk about the lost sheep of Israel, these uh, tribes, um, they were scattered after the, the Babylonians... Uh, came in and they sacked Jerusalem and they took away many into slavery. Later, the Assyrians came in uh, and and took many into captivity. So there was this the original sort of diaspora of these these lost twelve tribes, um, but two remained behind, right in in the kingdom of in the southern kingdom, which was Judah. Right. Just to be accurate, uh, just to real quickly, um, what happened was when King David was alive, all these tribes were united together into the into a country, into a nation called Israel. At the time of King David, they were called Israel. But after King David died and then uh, um, his son took over, Solomon, the wisest man who ever lived, and after he died, what happened was Israel was no longer kept united. They split into two sections with 10 tribes going to the north and creating their country called Israel with its headquarters at Samaria. And the other two tribes formed in Jerusalem and stayed loyal to the house of David. Uh, they were there and continued loyal to the house of David. Those t- Judah was the only tribe that remained. And then Benjamin was the young son, the youngest son who stayed with Judah. So Judah and Benjamin formed the house of Judah and the other 10 tribes, specifically Joseph's tribe, which was the biggest. It, uh, it, uh, it, uh, Joseph's tribes created a new country called Israel. Right. And we should also point out that in addition to the 12 tribes, we have Joseph's two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim. 
Right. Uh, so that makes 12 tribes really in the north. Well, what it, what it means is that, yes, what happened is that, uh, what happened was that Jacob um, adopted his grandsons, Ephraim and Manasseh. <clears throat> so what happened was um, when the father of 12 adopts the two as sons in re- the two grandsons to replace his son remember joseph had been sent into slavery by these boys they got angry with joseph he had this coat on they didn't like his coat they tore up the coat they threw him in a ditch they schemed to kill him but instead of killing him they they sort of came to a consensus to sell him and they sold him to traders who took him off to egypt right these are so joseph's brothers with- his jealous brothers who did this to him Exactly. So eventually what happened is years later, when it was time to um, do his will, he basically adopted his two grandsons as sons. So the 12 tribes became 13. Right. Now. Right. That's how how you get that and why it's confusing. Some people say, is it 12? Is it 13? Well, the thing is, when you adopt your grandson, and now he becomes your son, it means your son is now also your brother. From Joseph's standpoint, his kids now from being his sons to also being his brothers. Right. So Because his father adopted them. So, and this and this comes back to England, and, and more specifically the Union Jack, uh, because when the Jacob... The Ten Tribes, in 722 BC, the Ten Tribes... The ten tribes were taken into captivity by the Assyrians right. in 722 BC, and all that was left after that was the nation of Judah and the Jews. So you had the nation of the Jews, but the other descendants of J- Jacob's children, they went and became lost. Right, and they, they were, were scattered. Taken into captivity. They were scattered. Right. Now. And they were basically taken up to the Black Sea Caspian Way area. And then eventually they moved their ways as Assyria lost to Babylon as an empire. It started to scatter across northeastern Europe. And with it, it took all the captives. And the captives were all the ten tribes of Israel. So the ten tribes of Israel were piggybacked by Assyria northeast and eventually settled in the Isles and became the island became basically United Kingdom, which is the unification of the Ten Brothers. Right, the unification of the tribes of Israel, or the Northern Kingdom, which became Israel. Exactly. Hi there. I want to tell you about a podcast I know you're going to love. It's called The Dead Files from Travel Channel. On The Dead Files, Amy Allen and Steve DeShavi investigate the paranormal activity haunting real people and homes across the United States. Amy and Steve come from totally different perspectives when they investigate. Amy's a medium. She sees and speaks to dead people and uses this skill to find out why someone might be haunting a place. Steve is a retired homicide detective. He tackles the case from the other end of the spectrum and uses public records and witness accounts to piece together the history of the haunted location. On every episode, Steve and Amy investigate a different, real haunting to help the family struggling with its effects. On one episode in Falconer, New York, a family keeps waking up with scratches and bruises. They also see a shadow figure lurking around their home. They call Amy and Steve to investigate. Amy uses her strength as a medium to understand who the presence is coming from and why it's so angry. 
Separately, Steve finds out the history of the house from the townspeople and in public records. He finds that several people who lived in this house died, which matches Amy's findings. At the end of the episode, Steve and Amy share their findings and make a recommendation on whether it's safe to stay in the house or time to get out. There are so many crazy stories on the dead files, and what's interesting about Amy and Steve is that they investigate the hauntings from two totally different perspectives. You listen to my podcast because you love tales of the paranormal, but if you want more... Listen to The Dead Files wherever you get your podcasts. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. The Salvation Army Thrift Store. We're not for profit. We're for appreciating the classics. For ever-growing amateur collections. For finding the sounds that speak to your soul. We're for making a difference right here in your community. At the Salvation Army Thrift Store, we're not for profit. We're for good. Shop today at the Salvation Army Thrift Store near you. Now, we have to talk about the Union Jack again because we have the cross on the Union Jack, uh, but we also have this crisscross or an X through the cross. And that also goes back to the Old Testament and Jacob, and uh, you pick it up from there. Explain what that cross or that X rather, what the X on the Union Jack, Jack for Jacob, what that X means. What the X means is that when Jacob passed on the blessing, the covenant blessing, when the covenant blessing was passed by Jacob, he passed it to his two sons. And when he laid hands on the sons, which was the method for transferring a blessing, when he laid hands on the two sons, he crossed his hands and he put his right hand on the younger and his left hand on the older, which was a switch because usually the blessings always, the before, the lion's share of the blessing always goes first to the oldest son. But he didn't put it on the oldest son. He put it on the youngest son, which was Ephraim, and said that Manasseh, when 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 Joseph questioned him about crossing his hands, he said, no, father, you're putting your right hand on the younger. It should be on the older. Uh, Jacob said, I know my son, but even though the young, the older will be great, the younger shall be greater than he. So obviously so, Jacob had received kind of a, a last minute instruction from from God, you know, right. to do the old. And it's interesting, you know, Nelson, because the Bible is is filled with stories of the younger son usurping the older son. Yeah, you have Jacob and Esau to, 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 is, is what you're looking at. There, there's the first example, since we're talking about Jacob. Jacob and Esau both, of course, Esau sold his... His birthright, the blessing went from Isaac to Esau, and Esau sold it. He didn't feel it had any value. He sold it. Whoops, I lost you there. Can you hear me? You there? Yeah, sorry. So just to pick up as he sold it, Esau sold his birthright. 
Esau sold his birthright to Jacob for a, for, for, for a bowl of soup. So here we have the sort of a continuance then of this, of this narrative in the Bible where the younger son usurps— Took advantage of the older. Right, but in this case, Jacob the direction— Jacob advantage of Esau. But in this, in this case, the, 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 obviously yeah. the instruction came directly from God to Jacob to bestow right. the wealth the, uh, on the younger son, which is Ephraim. Right. And the lion's share. Right. So and that, America still has got a huge, but it's not an empire like the British was. Well, we yes, we need to explain this. So that Ephraim is is England and Manasseh represents the United States. So right. Ephraim, the younger son, gets the, the lion's share, the blessing. And again, this crossing of the hands by Jacob on his two, well, his grandsons, which he's adopted, Joseph's sons, as his own children, the crossing of the hand at the last moment, meaning the right hand goes on Ephraim, the left hand goes on Manasseh. This crossing of the hands is represented in the Union Jack by the X. Right. And so why does Ephraim represent England and Manasseh, the United States? We should explain that. Well, the tribe of Ephraim basically was, uh, by the way, the word British means covenant man in Hebrew. British ah. means covenant man. So it's they have the covenant. They got the, they received the material uh, part of the, the lion's share of the material blessing. Um, most of Ephraim and Manasseh both settled in, in, uh, in the Isles, but Manasseh mostly settled in Scotland and Ireland and, and, um, and Ephraim in the south. Uh, the arist- Ephraim in Hebrew means aristocrat, by the way. Ah. And Manasseh, Manasseh means forgetful. So think of the Americans as – so the tribe of e- Ephraim basically is the tribe that's dominant within the Isles and took most of power over the government of England and uh, and ruled – Ephraim as a tribe ruled the uh, – the, the the government of England and so Manasseh the, and Scotland the Manasseh that's... and, and Manasseh, Manasseh was part of that group that ran for ran to to uh, America for religious freedom and um, and basically Manasseh basically is the tribe that took possession of the entire United States and t- controls its government which is interesting because you know England obviously or the United States was under the yoke. Of, of Great Britain, and so Manasseh under the yoke of Ephraim, which is in accordance with with the, the, the Jacob's wishes, because he right. gave the lion's share uh, of, of, to to Ephraim, and and England would of course have an empire before the United States would rise. So, now is there anything significant in the rise of the British Empire in terms of prophecy, uh, in terms of the timing? Yes, there is, because in the book of Leviticus, um, there's a, a, a condition to the blessing that was given. Uh, the condition was that um, uh, after a period of time of having gotten the blessing, and remember, Solomon was the wealthiest man. So it, remember, at the time of King David, they were the, one of the wealthiest nations of the world. They traveled around the world on ships with the ships of Tarshish. 
and uh, the uh, the queen Cleopatra, they all came to see uh, David and Solomon. And Solomon was not only the wisest man that ever lived, he was the wealthiest man. And none of the men combined today who were alive with their wealth, the Saudis, the Americans, put them all the world's wealth. None of them come close to Solomon's wealth. No one will have that wealth again. So the blessing started off and did go to Israel, and then they didn't keep the Sabbath and they worshipped idols, so it would be taken away, and the condition was it would be seven times, and seven times in Bible language means 2,520 years because seven times 360, so only a 360 degree uh, day, 360 a day year at that time, 360 was in the Bible day. So seven times that is 2520. And if you look at the timing, you'll see that from their captivity in 722 BC, if you add 2520 years, you come down to 1800. And all of a sudden, and these tribes in the Isles go from being nobodies compared to Spain and Portugal and the world empires at that time. England was a nobody, and they go from being nobodies to in one century take over and become a world empire that the sun never sets. That's the divine blessing. The British people didn't do that. That was given to them as a blessing in the Bible, thanks to Abraham. Right. And so back to Ephraim. Yeah. Uh, then do the do the early do the families that take the throne in England uh, from the time that the these tribes settled in 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 the British Isles do the the kings and queens then come from this line from Ephraim? Um, what happens is this that the um, uh, there's a covenant given to David at the time he was king that said if his people obey the commandments, then no one will sit on the throne who is not of the seed of David. Okay, so everyone who will sit on the throne, that's the pillar stone, that's the stone of scone, that's Jacob's pillar stone is the, is the throne. Remember, Let's remember this, that... In 722, when the ten tribes left Jerusalem and went to the north, they abandoned the throne of David and and the tribe of Judah, not just the tribe of Judah. There was none to follow the throne, the house of David, other than the tribe of Judah. Right. So what happened was the British throne, in effect, which is the throne of David, was sitting in Jerusalem while they were scattering themselves across. After 722 BC, remember, Judah didn't go into captivity to 586 BC, over 100 years later. So the Jews were there as a country, and so the British throne, the English throne, so to speak, wasn't yet the English throne, but it was the throne of David, was still in Jerusalem between 722 and 586 BC. Right. But— what happened was in 586 BC, when Judah went into captivity, the last king, Zedekiah's uh, daughter, Tiatefi, was taken by Jeremiah the prophet, took Tiatefi, Jeremiah, 586 BC, and he took the stone. He took the throne, in effect. He took the throne 
as the Judah was falling, instead of it's like a Star Wars episode, instead of letting it fall into the hands of the Babylonians in 586, he took the throne and he went to the British Isles, right to Ireland. We should mention the, with, this with, this stone. Yeah, the stone, the stone of scone, or Jacob's stone, Pil- Jacob's pillar stone, which used to be in this in the Westminster Abbey. I actually saw it and touched it there. Oh, but we should explain what it is. What happens is the pillar stone comes about like this: when Jacob was told by uh, Isaac's representative that he had received the blessing and. He knew he had the blessing, but he didn't know the full extent of it. When he was given a picture of the full extent of it, he it just absolutely caused him to go into a magnificent dream because you can imagine he probably saw Chicago, Los Angeles, airplanes, moon landings. He saw when he when this was open to him, he 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 went to sleep and had this dream of angels coming up and down a, a um uh, an escalator. There's two up, two up and down escalators, and one's going up, the other's going down, and angels are riding on these escalators. And he has this dream, and in the morning he takes that stone, consecrates it with oil, and basically he took hands the blessing of rulership into the stone, and it becomes the throne. Ah, okay. He, he makes it the throne with that blessing. You know what's a real blessing? A well-behaved, obedient, loving pet. If you have a dog, how would you like to develop your dog's hidden intelligence and eliminate bad behavior and create the obedient, well-behaved pet of your dreams? A woman named Adrian Ferricelli, a professional certified dog trainer, has helped hundreds of dog owners train their dogs to be well-behaved, obedient, loving pets by bringing out the hidden intelligence inside the dogs. You can quickly eliminate any behavioral problem your dog has, no matter how badly you think it's ingrained, and no matter what kind of dog you have. The science behind this is simple. You may have heard of neuroplasticity in the human brain. Well, our brains are capable of learning new behaviors because of this neuroplasticity. And your dog's brain has the same plasticity. With the right mental stimulation that Adrian teaches, any dog's brain will become more open and receptive to learning new information. Your dog will listen to you and understand what you want it to do. When this happens, bad behaviors simply fade away as more desirable ones appear in their place. So, if you want to check out this remarkable dog training system, just visit realbusinessbargains.com. That's realbusinessbargains.com. Realbusinessbargains.com. The truth goes through three stages. First, it is ridiculed. Then, it is violently opposed. Finally, it is accepted as self-evident. Let me just read that again and what that means. Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett. This episode is brought to you by Viore. Give the active people in your life something they'll truly appreciate. Performance apparel from Viore. Whether they're into running, surfing, hiking, or even just casual walks around the block, there's something for everyone. And if you're not sure what to gift them, you can't go wrong with something from Viore's Dream Knit Collection. It's the perfect gift and so comfortable. Get 20% off your first purchase today at Viori, V-U-O-R-I dot com slash Spotify. The National Women's Soccer League kicks off March 16th on ION. It's a new Saturday night destination featuring the best players in the world. Yeah. 
25 Saturday nights, 50 matches, all season long on ION. Alan Gretchen Williams slips through. Here's a shot. It's in. This is a game changer for sports. Sabina takes a shot herself. Hammers it home. Oh, my goodness. See the full schedule and find where to watch at IONNWSL.com. Nelson Thal is here talking about the ancient roots of the United Kingdom. His website, incidentally, is tribaltalkers.com. We were talking about the Stone of Scone, which traveled to England from Israel. Okay, so the Stone of Scone, or the Stone of Jacob, is rescued from the clutches of the Babylonians and taken by Jeremiah and the last queen of Judah uh, to the British Isles, and now... The, the throne of David is vested in that stone. So all the kings and queens of England are sitting on David's pillar stone. Right. Jacob's pillar stone are right. sitting on Jacob's pillar stone. Exactly. Okay. More, more, which is why you have the Union Jack. The, even the throne is Jacob's pillar stone. Okay. So the, the early king, all the early kings and queens are their descendants from Ephraim, correct? Correct. The, un- the only thing I think we should point out is this is not secret information that's private. This is secret information that's been public for many years, long time. Right. It's the, all there. It's like that old joke. It's, they it's hide not this. like we're finding any – when it's not like we're talking about something that's secret that's been private. All this is public knowledge if you wanted to look into it and yet secret public knowledge because – it's there for everybody to know if they want to know it, but if you don't want to know it, you can't find it. Right. It's that old joke. They hide this sort of thing in books. Right. <laughs> yeah, hide it in books. Exactly. Okay. So. Um, and in the Library of Congress. Now, it's interesting, you know, the one would think that if the kings and queens of England were descended from the House of David, yeah. uh, you know, that there's some, I don't know. They're not. Uh, they They're would not. Some, They're not. They're not descended because this, the condition was that if you obeyed my laws, you would not – if some, some relative of yours would be on the throne. But they didn't. They've, they've, they worship the sun. They don't keep the seventh-day Sabbath, and they worship idols. So they went into captivity, and, and basically the, the, the throne's been tossed to the wind. Anybody who's a power-hungry broker and thief and bully can can grab it, which is what's happened. <coughs> okay, so the early descendants, or the sorry, the early kings the and people, queens are the not descended. Hanover, the house of Hanover have, are not the seed of David. No, but in, in, there's they, they've they've kidnapped his throne. Ah, okay. So I was going to say that because the condition is the condition is David won't sit on it right now because David's not keeping the laws of the commandments simple. And so that condition is not met. So uh, it won't be someone who's not of the seed of David will have access to it and it'll be taken over. And certainly that happened with uh, James of Scotland was when it first started to surface to take over. It's, it's Jacob's trouble. It's called in Jeremiah Jacob's trouble. Right. They'll lose control of all these things. They'll lose control of the throne. They'll lose control of the government. They'll lose control of all different. They'll lose control of the Pentagon. They'll lose control of 
of uh, the OSS, right? Okay, but yeah, let's just back up though, because I'm still in with Ephraim and and trying yeah. to understand the so the but it they are the descendants of Ephraim who were on the throne, are they not? In, initially in England, um, they were, but they don't they aren't right now. No, but back then, right? Yes, back then they were, of course. Yes, yes, certainly in Ireland and Scotland there were still lots of uh, of um, it, well, right up until James of Scotland, they were all basically Ephraim right up until then. Right, but again, because they're not <laughs> keeping the Sabbath, because they're not obeying the the religious laws, they the are Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments, therefore, the statutes and the laws. So there is this disconnect then from obviously then the House of David. Right okay. now, any now any other house can sit on the throne of England. Right. It's like it's like when they captured the uh, the ark. It's like when the uh, some <clears throat> the Israelites had the ark. Well, the ark got captured by the Philistines. They got the ark. So, you know, this stuff gets tossed around, and uh, the the throne of David now has been taken over by forces outside the control of Ephraim and Manasseh. Right, because they have to wait that for that twenty five hundred and twenty years before everything is to be. Well, they had 2,520 years, they got the material blessing, but still they still were vulnerable to having the throne of David taken over by outside forces, outside tribes, the right. enemy. Okay. So when does that get corrected? You, you mentioned King James. Who was well, it wasn't that it was corrected. That's when Ephraim and Manasseh, that was when Jacob's trouble started. When King James of Scotland James, when that, yeah, ascended when that, the throne. Explain right. that, why. Well, basically what happened was other tribal groups like the Assyrians um, were able to infiltrate into these families and take them over. Uh, the, 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 all the Nazi guys are all from the tribe of Assyria. Okay. That's so- not... That's not one of the Hebrew tribes, right. not one of the tribes of Jacob. So, so the, the James, throne, King James, yeah. was a Stuart, correct? Right. He was from the house of Stuart. Yeah. And when he came to the throne... That was all Vatican, right? That was Stuarts were all Catholic, Vatican. Right. But when he came to the throne, there's, there no, he's no longer descended from Ephraim. Is that the idea? That's right. He was the, he was from a, tri- a different tribe. He wasn't he wasn't of the tribe of of, of uh, remember Ephraim and Manasseh are, are all part of Israel. So the Assyrians are separate from the tribes of Israel. They're they're, they're the uh, the enemy of the Israelites. Actually, they took they in seven twenty two they were the ones that took Israel into captivity. Right. So then from the House of Stuart into the, the, the House of Tudor and King Henry the, uh, the Eighth and so forth, well, this is who, – who is King Henry? Is he uh, an Ephraimite or is he a Syrian? Who is he? You know, um, I, think the, I think it started to go back and forth – between different tribal groups, certainly um, the battle, the Tudors uh, were um, were some sort of a mix between the two. 
because they were um, they were uh, they were interlopers, so to speak. Uh, and they won. Remember, some of these houses took over because they won on the field of battle. Uh, they would win a back victory on the field of battle, and then uh, usually the Assyrian tribes had the strongest, the strongest uh, forces at the time, and um, uh, certainly these battles went back and forth. But Tudors got defeated, and eventually, of course, we know that the House of Hanover took over, which is Assyrian. The House of Hanover is Assyrian because it's German. It's from Germany, Germany. right? Yeah, it's it's not that it's just from German because remember, I mean, some of the Israelite tribes went through Germany, but when the Israelite tribes got there, they went through the Darial Pass. By the way, the Darial Pass is the um, is called the path the, the, the gates of Israel. So the, that's right on the maps. So the the you you don't even have to scratch the surface. Even 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 the uh, the uh, the path they took through the mountains has been called the Gates of Israel for many years, and yet it's a thousand miles away from the Middle East. So the the, tri- the migration of these of these tribes was is well understood and well documented over the over the years. It's, right. it's not just uh, um, we're not just some the we're talking about uh, proofs that are cultural that are linguistic, that are DNA, et cetera, et cetera. So it's not our point of view. We're not giving our own private point of view here. Everything is backed up by um, documentation, scientific evidence is what we're talking from. We're speaking from scientific evidence in that regard as well. The DNA evidence has has verified all the the, um, uh, patterns that were shown by linguistics and by writings and history and uh, folklore and uh, and coins and and artifacts, etc. Do you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Now, just yeah. before we we wrap up part one here. Yeah. Um, so then, is there? I mean, who should be on the throne if it was supposed to be someone who descended from the throne of David? Who? What do we know? What family should be on the throne if it's not the Windsors? Because, no. We don't know. We don't know. No, no. Well, there's no indication given. I mean, the uh, the Bible just talks about the, uh, the the house of David and uh, and the um, and the throne uh, right. because um, eventually that's the throne. The, the this the throne of David is the throne that um, Christ will uh, occupy and sit on as when he at his second coming. Right. But just to summarize here before we um, we end the part one. So Ephraim is given the material blessings. Yes. His Hebrew name, just remember, his Hebrew name is aristocrat. Manasseh is forgetful. So Ephraim is, um, is England. Ephraim is yeah. given the material blessing by Jacob, and, but that will not kick in until 2,520 years from 722 BC, which was when the, the tribes of Israel were taken into captivity and then scattered. So around 1800... No, no, but, but wait, wait, Richard. It first kicks in in 1000 BC with King David uniting Israel. Creating the United Kingdom, right. 
So David sits on his throne. It's called Israel. It's the United Kingdom. He's united all the tribes. And so the United Kingdom got its the blessing that was promised to Abraham right there in 1000 BC. But it only lasted with them till 722 because what happened in the interim period is they stopped keeping the conditions of receiving the blessings. Right. So they lost the material blessing because they weren't keeping the laws, the Ten Commandments. And and then those tribes are scattered, except for Judah. Right. Uh, Ephraim lands in England. But uh, God makes a promise that right. even if they don't obey him, after 2,520 years, he promised that he will then give them back the blessing. Right, which means 1,800, and we see the rise of the British Empire. That's right. And there sits the Stone of Scone, uh, which is which has links back to the uh, the throne uh, in the United Kingdom in in um, in Israel. David's the throne of King David. That's right. Is sitting in London. Well, actually, you see, they moved it, and it's now in Scotland. So it may be going back the way it came. But we also point out that Jer- Jeremiah's scribe's name was Baruch. And if you go to Ireland and Scotland, you'll see Baruch that and Baruch that and Baruch that. They even call it, it's a bra bricked moonlit nick to nick. I mean, it's all, it, it, his name is embedded within the Irish language, the Scottish language, more than anywhere else. Baruch, the scribe of Jeremiah. Baruch, Jer- Baruch and Jeremiah. Jeremiah and the last queen of Israel were the ones that took the stone of scone to the British Isles. Right. All and right. Jeremiah is buried in Ireland. Thank you, Nelson. Thanks very much, Richard. What a fascinating and knowledgeable man, and a good friend, too. Well, before I dim the lights in my little studio beneath the stairs, I'm going to tell you what's coming up on episode 85 of Conspiracy Unlimited. But first, I'm going to tell you something I just learned. Almost every diet works by temporarily putting your body into a state of ketosis. In this state, your body burns fat for energy instead of burning carbs. But these diets ultimately fail because they allow too many carbs to be reintroduced. Introduced, flipping your body's source of energy back to carbs. Want to make your body always burn fat for energy so you lose the fat and keep it off? Try the keto diet by requesting your free copy of Bacon and Butter, the ultimate ketogenic diet cookbook. Grab a copy while supplies last and all you pay is shipping and handling. Keto Resources is making this offer to you to introduce you to their community of like-minded people who are on the path to looking and feeling great. But don't wait. To get your free copy of the Ketogenic Diet Cookbook, go to OneGreatSolution.com. That's OneGreatSolution.com. OneGreatSolution.com. Coming up next, that's Friday, journalist researcher Russ Baker discusses the RFK assassination. Until next time, I'm Richard Serrett. So long for now. A new Conspiracy Unlimited with Richard Serrett drops every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at ConspiracyUnlimitedPodcast.com. Blow your mind. That is all for now. Oh, and remember to share and give a five-star review because we have huge egos and need love. We're like cats. We need... We need constant petting. 